Welcome to the voice of St. Anthony Parish from Alston, Massachusetts, right here on WROL, 950 AM, 100.3 FM. And you can also hear us at CatholicAudioMedia.com, this CatholicAudioMedia.com. And we are here every single Monday through Friday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. On Monday, we bring the homily that I did over the weekend. Today's homily is actually going to come to us from the 4 o'clock p.m. Mass on Saturday over at St. Anthony and Parish. Oh, it was freezing outside. Did you happen to notice that? It was like 40 degrees. It was like, I know it's March, um, but it was really cold outside. But in any case, uh, we had the homily, and I'm focused on the story of Lazarus. Now, this is Lazarus who was raised from the dead. Now, there is another part to it to understand. That's what I describe, how this whole story really is all about prayer. And so that's what we're talking about here. What is this story about? It's all about prayer. And in understanding that, we understand that there is a bigger message than what people often see, which is just the story of Lazarus raising from the dead, which is a powerful story in in itself. But there's so much more there. And it's something for us to look at and something for us to understand during our time now. What is the Lord saying to us and how is he answering our prayer? So let's switch over to the four o'clock p.m. Mass at St. Anthony Parish last Saturday in Alston, Massachusetts. Many times you'll see a situation where you actually have kind of a diversion happening on one side where the diversion is there so you don't see what's going on someplace else. And, you know, magicians use that all the time. They have you focus over here so that you don't see what they're doing over here. Well, we kind of see a little bit of that in today's gospel. It's not really done on purpose, but if you see, there's a focus in one place, and then we have to look to see what else is going on. If we were to take this whole story and reduce it to its simple common denominator, we see that this is a story all about prayer. Let's look at it. Let's look to see what's going on. First, you see a message that Martha sends to Jesus. The one that you love is ill. Jesus receives the message that's symbolic of prayer, but he doesn't respond right away. And when he eventually does, Lazarus has died. So Jesus now comes and he encounters Martha. And she is that disappointed person saying, where were you? And remember, he's been going around and he's been healing people. So she expected that he would come and heal Lazarus. And I'm sure Lazarus thought the same thing. And you can imagine the two sisters and Lazarus saying, where is he? Why isn't he here? Where is he? What does this mean that he's not coming? And so Martha encounters him with that disappointment. If you had been near, my brother would not have died. Jesus does something else that he does to every single person he's going to do some form of healing or miracle to. He gets her to affirm her faith. Do you believe I am the resurrection life? Do you believe? Yes, I do believe. Actually, how's it go? Your your brother will rise. Yes, I do believe he will rise in the resurrection of the dead. I am the resurrection and the life. Everyone who believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, I do. That's an important line there. Then he goes into the town 
and he raises Lazarus. He does something that is beyond what Martha asked for. She wanted him to heal Lazarus, but he died. What does he do? He responded to her prayer in ways that were beyond her imagination, therefore beyond what she could even ask for. And that's an important point about prayer. We pray, we ask. There's an important message from Carl Rana that's in the UCAT. Um, and what it says is whenever we pray, we expect that the Lord hears our prayer. We have faith that the Lord hears our prayer. But the results are up to him. And we have no idea what he's going to do, but we know what we ask him to do. And Martha has no idea what the Lord's going to do, but what he does is well beyond anything that she expected. And there's a reason for this, because there's more to this, and he hints that to the apostles. He says to her, do you believe that I am the resurrection of the life? Yes. When he raises Lazarus, he makes an intensely powerful statement to everyone by that action. He is the Lord of life. And by making that statement, he's making it very clear. This isn't just about Lazarus. He is showing everyone that he is the Lord of life over death, which he will eventually conquer in a short amount of time. And by doing that, he also splits his uh, followers and detractors right in half. Those who are on the fence choose one side or the other. Those who now embrace him, embrace him even more, and those who reject him, reject him even more. He splits them right down the middle, as he said he would. He says, I haven't come for peace, but I've come for division. Those who reject him, reject him so much, I use this line every Monday of Holy Week, they plan to kill Lazarus. And I always say, how evil do you have to be to want to kill someone who raised from the dead? And that's what they do, because now their hearts have turned totally hardened. They've turned totally against Jesus, and the others have totally embraced Jesus. And that division happens. So what does this teach us? Well, first of all, one important thing, that whole message about Jesus being the Lord of life. How can that affect us today? Uh, talk to the bishops. The bishops released a letter this week where they just made it clear that certain new processes coming out after someone dies are no longer are not allowed for Catholics. Basically, what they're all about is to allow the body to become compost and fertilizer. It's a process they're doing. Says Catholics can't be part of that. Well, why not? He is the Lord of life. We resurrect body and soul, and what that process is is more closer to Buddhism than anything else. It goes against what we believe. He is the Lord of life, and we believe in the resurrection. Secondly, we notice something else. Martha prays for something. She leaves the results up to God, and God responds in a way that's beyond our imagination. We have to do the same thing. When we pray, as Karl Rahner says, we leave the results up to God, but there's more to it than that. We have to know the Lord is operating in our life and in our world. One of the things that we've seen for the past 20 years 
is a lot of the struggles in the church. And a lot of people are saying, we're trying to fix this and we're trying to do this and we're doing this and they're praying over it and everything else. That's fine. But now we have to say, but what has the Lord been doing? And what is God doing now? And how is he operating now? We can't tell, but we know what's happening, which is what Martha and Mary came to realize. And now we too can wait in expectation. What is the Lord going to do? And what is he doing now? But whatever it is, it's in his hands and we trust in that. So we see all of that in this very powerful message, this very powerful story. And as I said, there's a lot more to it than simply the story of Lazarus. There's a whole message in there about prayer. You're listening to the voice of St. Anthony Parish from Alston Massachusetts right here on WROL, 9.50 a.m., 100.3 FM. And you can also hear us at catholicaudiomedia.com. That's catholicaudiomedia.com and your favorite podcast platform. We'll be right back right after this. Have you told anyone else about the voice of St. Anthony Parish in Alston, Massachusetts, here on WROL at 3 o'clock in the afternoon and through catholicaudiomedia.com? You realize we are a different Catholic program because we are not speaking just to Catholics. We, we speak, speak to ex-Catholics, ex-Catholics atheists, atheists, evangelicals, and people from all different religious and non-religious backgrounds. We do this from a Catholic perspective. So you're not going to hear what you hear on other programs because we have a different mission serving Jesus Christ. Tell your friends what we do here is different, and it is so that we all may experience Jesus, who sets us all free. And don't forget our own website, catholicaudiomedia.com. That's catholicaudiomedia.com, where you can find our website, you can find our, our programs, you can find our podcast platforms, you can find our Substack newsletter, you can find all kinds of things over there at catholicaudiomedia.com. You can subscribe to our Substack for free, by the way. And uh, this week, we're going to be listening to my interview with Jen Norton. And she wrote a great book that uses the Beatitudes and also saints. She goes eight saints. It's uh, Jose Rios, uh, Oscar Romero, Andre Bessette. It was kind of interesting. She lives in California, and she knew of Andre Bessette. But I said, here in New England, he's only about, his shrine is only seven hours drive north of here, up to Montreal. She's going to talk about him. Let's hear a little clip of our program right now. And when I started Arise to Blessedness on the Beatitudes, I quickly realized, and sometimes with the help of my editor, that, wait a minute, this is our response. You know, how far are we willing to go um, towards God, even even to the point potentially of death. And some of the saints in this book did die, mm-hmm. um, short, you know, previous to their their normal lifespan. That's Jen Norton tomorrow here on WROL and at CatholicAudioMedia.com. See you tomorrow. Have a blessed day. I want to call your attention to Catholic TV, which offers great faith-filled, family-friendly programming, twenty-four hours a day. You can find your cable channel at www.getcatholictv.com and you can watch online on the free apps or check out the YouTube channel. Daily Mass, Rosaries, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and the Our Lady of Perpetual Help Novena are all available online and on demand. Check out catholictv.com. 
If you would like to support our program, please consider a donation to St. Anthony Parish in Alston, Massachusetts. There are several ways to consider this. One is to purchase any of our merchandise, which you can find at the shopping tab at catholicaudiomedia.com. That's catholicaudiomedia.com. There are coffee mugs there. There's also my latest book, Encounter Christ in Your Humanity, all of which you can find at the shopping tab at catholicaudiomedia.com. You can also donate to the show directly through either the Donate tab, also at catholicaudiomedia.com, or by sending a donation through the U.S. Postal Service with your questions and comments at 43 Holton Street, Alston, Massachusetts, 02134. That's St. Anthony Parish, 43 Holton Street, Alston, Massachusetts, 02134. Finally, the best way you can support our parish is to attend Mass on Sundays at 10 o'clock and be a part of our parish. We thank you for any support you would like to give to St. Anthony Parish in Alston, Massachusetts, sponsoring parish for this media outreach to Catholics and other Christians in the WROL, WEZE, and podcast listening audience. In Cristo vivimos.